The next question is, did you underestimate Putin? And would you still describe him the way that you did in the summer as a worthy adversary? At the time, he was, I made it clear as an adversary, and I said he was worthy. I didn't underestimate him. And I've read most of everything he's written. Did you read? The, I shouldn't I'm not a wise guy. The, you, you heard the speech he made, almost an hour's worth of speeches, why he was going into Ukraine. He has much larger ambitions in Ukraine. He wants to, in fact, reestablish the former Soviet Union. That's what this is about. And I think that his, uh, his ambitions uh, are, are completely contrary to the place where the rest of the world has arrived. You're confident that these devastating sanctions are going to be as devastating as Russian missiles and bullets and tanks. Yes, Russian bullets, missiles, and tanks in Ukraine. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Yes, I am, Joe Biden said. Yes, I am, green eggs and ham. That is Joe Biden, the leader of the free world, who laughed in that presser after the question by Fox News correspondent Peter Ducey was asked and everyone else chimed in to ask questions and he just kind of leaned back from the podium and giggled about all of the hoopla. Because, you know, this is a time for for the, quote, president of the United States of the free world to laugh and giggle. Because that makes sense, right? That that's, These are the times we're living in, Right. Completely congruent with the temperature of the world right now. Okay. Or you you could be busy referring to your dissidents as uh, domestic terrorists, right? Um, enemies of the state. Um, a threat to national security. Those are but a few phrases that I've heard used to describe my colleague, Tucker Carlson and Laura Ingram, and others. So Tucker went on about a 10-minute or longer uh, diatribe. <laughs> I won't say rant. Uh, you know, whether you agree with him or not, you know, I respect his work. But I can't imagine what that makes me, right? But I respect the fact that he, you know, in general terms, he will call a spade a spade. And yes, he does have an opinion. Uh, not only is he, he a quote journalist, he kind of crosses that that uh, the Rubicon that most journalists will not cross into commentator. Right? He opines. He gives his opinion on things, and that can land you in federal trouble in the new America spelled with a K. Right? Truly disturbing times that we live in. Remember how... In just about every space I'm invited into or I host or any program that I'm invited to opine, um, people ask me, what do you think about the midterms? 
And my general first response is, I'm praying we have them. Well, now maybe, unless you have been living under a dense bed of rocks for the past 24 hours, you now know that Russia has, in fact, invaded Ukraine, which he said he was going to do in, in a million different ways. Million different ways. All of this has been coming, right? The, the, the barometer has told us that it's, it's here. It was downplayed. It was shirked. It was met with a whole host of just weak, flaccid conjecture on behalf of those who are supposed to be in leadership, right? But over the past 24 hours, more than 160 missiles are believed to have been launched into Ukraine. Ukraine is, generally speaking, all but completely surrounded. Now you've got Poland looking at involving themselves, which could be a whole other bag of tricks. I mean, when does the EU put boots on the ground? When does NATO actually step in and do what it said it was going to do outside of sanctions, which which clearly have been met with laughter on behalf of Vladimir Putin. I mean, his his conjecture is, try me and see if you will not suffer the worst possible consequences that you all have ever suffered. Now, we know that most people, you know, and warmongers in general, um, especially when they have top-down cover, remember I always tell you that, if someone is like super over-the-top, just unless they're a complete genocidal maniac, which, you know, many of you would argue he is. Some of you would argue that about a lot of people, okay? A lot of leaders. But let's just suppose for a moment that he is not. I'm not saying he isn't. I'm asking you to suppose for just a moment that he's that he's not, okay? And he really is flexing. Not because he's a genocidal maniac, but because he's been led to believe that he has some type of cover. And you will see that a lot in politics and with uh, world leaders. Pay attention. Open your eyes. So I took to Twitter and said, hey, make sure you fill up your gas tanks, get extra gas, uh, you know, essentials. From one primary reason, because you are about to see prices go through the roof. And I guess some of you have not, or some folks have just not followed Economics 101 and don't understand that products just don't miraculously appear in stores or on shelves, right? There are people who have to use things like fuel to get your, your supplies to you. And necessities to you. So for the better half of a year, people have been saying, you know, hey, these are, and mainly because these are tumultuous times, certainly not because I have any inside information. I do have discernment and I can add and two plus two is four. And we start connecting a few dots just by li- li- reading, listening, eyes open, spiritual ears open. You know, you just recognize the times for what they are. It's like looking outside and seeing a low ceiling. It's been below zero for a week, 
and the ground is frozen. If it snows, it's going to stick, Georgians. I don't need a weatherman to tell me that. I don't need a Fox News pundit to tell me that this is going to get bad. I just don't. Because I understand how logistics work, and I understand who's going to be impacted, who holds the keys to the resources. And you know what? As disgusting as it is, as proud as we've been to be the greatest nation on earth, you know who isn't holding the keys right now? Us. Yep, us. So why aren't we using our own resources? Why are we completely hamstrung and and ball gagged by China? Why is that? Why are we hogtied? Why? Why are we the laughing stock of the international political landscape? Why? Why is that? So it's not enough for us as Americans to just rest on our laurels of of 1776 and how brave those men and women were. Sure, look back, look back into your history and 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 pull up, you know, some gumption from days of old, but I'd like to go a little bit further back to the Old Testament, right? To the God of the Old Testament who created us in his image and his likeness and did not create us for oppression. He did not create us to be enslaved. He did not create us to fear anything or any man or any system. He did not create us in the image of fear. He created us in the image of freedom. And we're these are the days where we're going to have to decide in our generations. And if you're my generation, this is all new for you. If you guys are a little bit older, God bless you. You've been through a couple of things. I, in my lifetime, I, I did not go through the Cuban Missile Crisis I cannot relate to people being scared to death that you are on the doomsday clock of the midnight hour and 10 seconds left. Uh, I cannot relate to that. But this is my, you know, Cuban Missile Crisis. This is my Cuban Missile Crisis. And so what I'm choosing to do is, is look at the obvious, listen, observe, connect dots, Utilize the resources at my fingertips for information, right? And ultimately, while assimilating all of that information, preparing my own cupboards to care for my own home and and some of those around me who may not be as awakened to what is occurring and just how bad it could get with their inability to um, uh, to garner resources, to utilize resources. So are you prepared for that? And it's a really simple question. It's not paranoia. It's not fear. It's not fear pandering. It mongering. It's none of that. It is, do I sound hysterical? Nope, I do not. Usually I don't because I'm not. But I do think it's time to get honest about where we are as a nation. So I took to Twitter today and said a prayer that I'm going to read here. And I do hope that you'll take the time to go and download it, upload it, whatever, and uh, I'm pretty sure I've read it here before, but I'm going to read it again because these are the times when I believe that this uh, this is our battle sphere. I did a very brief space today on Twitter to remind everyone of Ephesians 6 and 12 and what it is that we're, we're, we're really contending with right now. 
right? Because anytime man is being led by avarice and greed and secrets and deception and trafficking and slavery and all kinds of craziness, any, every type of reprobate, reprobate wickedness you can conceive of, and even some you can't or you don't want to, right? You can always look to the spiritual realm to understand who is navigating the madness. And it's never the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, ever. The only living God is never perpetuating uh, confusion in this dispensation of grace. Now, that's not to say that he hasn't given people over to a reprobate mind in history. That's not to say that he hasn't caused spirits of evil to come upon, uh, upon people as they're referred to with Saul, King Saul in the Old Testament, right? He was so vexed, he could not shake the spirit unless God's other chosen, uh, well, God's actual chosen, King David, came to uh, play music for him. That was the only way the spirit that was vexing him would leave. So, yeah, I mean, God can and has done anything he wants because he's God. But I do not believe that God is the author of confusion because the word says that he's not. And this isn't very confusing to me. This is the sins of man coming to find them out. And the Bible says that that will, in fact, happen. And so when the light's turned on and the cockroach is scattered, no pun intended for those of you who understand. But when the cockroaches scatter, here you are. And when God gets ready to rise up off of that throne of his and scatter his enemies, that's some real rodeo that's getting ready to take place. So I would not be on the, I would not want to be on the wrong side of God on this one. Colossians 4 and 2, devote yourself to prayer. Devote, devote, devote yourself to prayer with an alert mind and a thankful heart. Alert mind and a thankful heart. I'm going to read this prayer by uh, Mr. and Mrs. Derek Prince. I don't know when it was published, but it's brilliant, and it applies now, and it is extraordinarily powerful. Father God, I come to you in the name of Jesus, declaring that no weapon that is formed against us as your people, as a nation, as your creation, shall prosper, and every tongue which rises against us in judgment, we do condemn. This is our heritage as servants of the Lord. And our righteousness is from you, O Lord of hosts, as it is written. If there are those who have been speaking or praying against us, or who have rejected us, even cursed us, we forgive them. And we, having forgiven them, we bless them in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. As it is written, now we declare, O Lord, that you and you alone are our God, and besides you there is no other God. You are a just God and Savior. You are creator, redeemer, faithful, loving God. You are Father, Jesus the Son, and Holy Spirit, and we worship you. Your word says, submit yourself to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. So we submit ourselves afresh to you in unreserved obedience. Having submitted to you, Lord, 
We do as your word directs. We resist the devil. All his pressures, his attacks, his deceptions, every instrument or agent he would seek to use against us, we do not submit. We resist him, drive him from us, and exclude him from us in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Specifically, we reject and repel every form of witchcraft, every influence of the occult, every spirit of infirmity, infections, malignancies, viruses, pain, inflammation, and allergies. Every spirit of depression and heaviness, confusion and deception. Every spirit of accusation and condemnation. Thank you, Father, that you confuse the plans the enemy has against us. Finally, Lord, we thank you that through the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross, we have passed out from under the curse and entered into the blessing of Abraham, whom you blessed in all things as it is written. Thank you for your favor, your presence, your provision, your protection. Thank you for good health, victory, exaltation, reproductiveness, and prosperity. In the name of Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, we thank you, Father. We bless your holy name. We thank you that you never sleep. We thank you for your mercy, that you know that we are only dust. We thank you for your pity on us as a mother has pity on her children and a father has pity on his children. We thank you, Father, that you have pity on us and our fragile little frames down here that seek after every form of reprobation that grieves your heart. Forgive us for quenching your Holy Spirit and for grieving you as creator. And I thank you, Father, that the lights are turned on. You are shining a light on every form of wickedness, and you are calling your people back to you. I thank you for your undying grace and mercy and goodness. I thank you for eyes to see and for ears to hear. I thank you for a willing and obedient heart that is contrite, that breaks for the things that your heart breaks for, that cries out to you for justice to be served in this earth, for due process to have her way, for justice to be blind, for equality, Lord, according to your word about all of your creation not having favor over one another, not being lesser than or greater than one another, Lord, but equal in your eyes and in your heart. It is in, it is in the mighty name of Jesus that we pray. We give you all honor, honor and glory and thanks. Amen. That is a prayer that I read every morning. And I read it with that exact fervency because I believe it and I believe that my words have power in the spirit realm and I believe that we do have the power to move mountains with faith but that of a grain of a mustard seed, 
that little. We have that much authority in Jesus Christ according to the word of God, not in and of ourselves. And so I believe. I believe like a child. I'm not childish. I am not naive. My eyes are wide open. But I believe God is a just God. And if he gives us of our sins and he cleanses us from all unrighteousness and he has called his church to rise up right now in the name of Jesus for a time such as this, this is our time to do the work of the Lord and battle in the spirit to see his justice and judgment come to pass in and on this earth with righteousness, fervency, compassion, and victory, and ultimately joy. Thank you so much. Speaking of joy, that is my little grandbaby's middle name. She is the single most magnificent little creature I have ever seen in my life besides my daughter. She is preciously, unbelievably gorgeous, healthy, beautiful, and she is blessed and not cursed. She is the head and not the tail. She is blessed in her coming and her going. She is a crowned woman of God already in her future. She is consecrated unto God for his purposes in this earth, and she is covered by the blood of Jesus Christ. And I am so grateful. So thank you all for your mercy last evening. I was not able to start my Bible study because I got to go meet my little angel. So I thank you all very much for your mercy, your grace, and I will be back with you. And it was uh, unilaterally decided uh, that it will be next Wednesday that we begin. And I look forward to our special guests. I look forward to our time together. More importantly than anything, I look forward to the Holy Spirit showing up and doing what only the Holy Spirit can do in and through and with the um, agreement of his people. So I'm going to ask you tonight, I'm going to leave you with this. What is it that you're in agreement with? We all have agreements with things. And while none of us really knows what's going to, what the outcome will be, I'll tell you, I'm listening to some of these groups online in these spaces on Twitter, which are in real time. You've got uh, ascent people who are, you know, you've got intelligence people who are in spaces who are giving you their real time intelligence on what's happening on the ground. Um, You, you know, really interesting spaces. Some go a little political. If that happens, I get out because I don't want to hear it. You no longer become a plausible source for me if I hear you complaining about Hillary, Trump, or Biden. I don't want to hear your opinion. That's what I do for a living. I want to hear the factual intelligence, the raw data that you have coming out of this situation on the ground and otherwise. That's what I want to know. So I would encourage you you know, to use your discernment when in these spaces, especially if someone starts talking about media pundits who should be uh, considered national security threats because they have an opinion that may not be very popular, but it is their opinion. How many years have we endured a left media that has completely propagandized literally everything you can think of sworn by a Russian hoax collusion that we know now is complete utter BS and still stands by it. 
And no one was calling for the criminalization of media pundits who were clearly selling propaganda. No one I know was doing that. But in these spaces, you know, be conscientious about who it is that has your ears. And so what agreements have you made? Even those guys in these spaces, my point is, these are seasoned military heads and geniuses uh, who have served the DOD for in, in in other capacities for years. And a lot of them last evening seemed pretty blown away. And I've also been in spaces with them for the past few weeks where they were all, you know, commiserating on what could, again, opining on what could happen, what will likely happen based on this and that movement and this positioning. And everyone's trying to get into the head of Vladimir Putin. And here we are. (laughs) So when you don't know who or what to trust, what do I always tell you? Go to your mirror, pinch your skin, look in your mirror. That's your grounding. Look up. That's your footing. Okay, that's your footing. The ground, the the soil beneath your feet should be the word of God and you will not be so easily moved by the devices of man. And believe me, many of them are being deployed right now. For those of you who don't understand the battle space of narratives and uh, cyber and digital, I want to remind you that this is the time for you to be hunkered down with people you trust online. And pay attention even to that. Do not look at anyone, including me, as someone who has the gospel of all information. Because none of us do. My gospel is the gospel of Jesus Christ. It is not the gospel of the military-industrial complex. It is not the gospel of the DOD. It certainly isn't the gospel of whatever this is in the White House. It is not the gospel of Donald Trump. It is not the gospel of the Republican Party. Mine is the gospel of Jesus, the living Christ. And so if you're cool with that... And, and you want to, you know, follow me and, and, you know, listen to me and, and offer your own insights that the Holy Spirit gives you, bring it. I'm all about it, all about it. But this is not the time for you to misunderstand that literally flying monkeys have been dispatched into the digital space and they are, I mean, by the thousands of them from all over the world are inserting, I mean, boy, Putin's war goes way beyond Ukraine. (laughs) Yeah, and the war at large by other interesting folks uh, goes way past what's happening kinetically right now. You have to know that. A lot of this is occurring uh, to really um, scare the living hell out of you. True story, or the living heaven out of you. Both of them are alive, by the way. So, you know, be aware of that. Be aware. There are bots. There are people who have been deployed in the way of um, digital bounty hunters who are looking for conservatives, who are creating narratives around conservatives. Don't be afraid of it. Just be aware of it. And cover yourself in prayer Every single morning you wake up and cover your family, cover your neighborhood, cover your communities, your city, your county, your state, this nation, the globe. God is not an American God. 
right? Jesus didn't just die for Americans. So pray the blood of Christ over this earth because the earth is the, is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Please tune in tomorrow. I will be on with Bobby Python on my Twitter space. If you're not familiar with Bobby, go look him up. He is running for the United States Senate in uh, Illinois. He is a data analyst, uh, someone I would consider an expert. He has testified uh, on behalf of the numbers on uh, a multitude of states and their um, election results of 2020. He is uh, a man of God. He is a husband, a father. Uh, he is, you know, as far as I know, one of the most honest human beings I have come across in a very long time. He will be on uh, Twitter Spaces tomorrow night with uh, with me and my co-host Christopher Moreno, uh, and we'll be talking about Ukraine, the uh, pending economic uh, repercussions of that, and particularly as it relates to Bitcoin. Uh, cryptocurrencies. He has some interesting takes on that, and I guarantee you, it's going to turn out to be it. It will, it will spar a spark a conversation uh, that will probably go in the direction of my space the other evening when we had some uh, brilliant minds in the space. Ron Coleman, uh, Eric Weinstein, and others came into the space. It was pretty awesome uh, to talk about uh, David Coverline as well, who is one of my special guests to talk about Bitcoin, crypto, you know, just articulate, educated human beings. Uh, Some not so articulate who roll through my spaces or educated, and that's okay too. Uh, But boy, if you want to see a WWF or the Wild Wild West experience of of all things monetary, just get into a conversation with uh, Bitcoin miners and cryptocurrency fanatics and learn the difference. It's really important because it is here. It is upon us. It's not enough for you to just say it's the the devil's table uh, or it's the devil's currency. You need to understand what it is, what it isn't, and uh, and understand you know the markets. And boy, tomorrow is going to be interesting. That's 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, barring any unforeseen issues with our electric grid. Uh, or any other hacking that may take place in any other institutions, which I keep hearing about online consistently, uh, that that is something that people should look out for. I don't have any inside information about that. So I don't know, but be aware, grab you some cash out of your bank. Uh, make sure you have gas and the necessities that you need and take your peace. Above all things, take your peace. Tune in tomorrow night again, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Twitter, Twitter Spaces. You do not have to have an account, by the way, in order to listen, but you do have to have a Twitter account in order to engage in dialogue. All right. So, uh, yeah, uh, the Mon- no, I'm not the Monica Matthews. I'm Monica Matthews, <laughs> Monica on air talk on Twitter. All right. So, hey, listen, you know what to do. Be good to your neighbor, beginning where? In your own mirrors. That's right. And remember, if you're an American, particularly if you're a Christian American, there you go. There's a hyphenation I wouldn't mind having. Christian American. You're a Christian American. (laughs) Act like one. 